because we had worked on Force Awakens, uh, Larry Kasdan and I and, and Michelle Rejwan and Kathy, uh, producers, we, we had talked about quite a few things back in the day. So it, it was a bit of sort of picking up where we had left off. And, and the fact is that, that what, what Ryan Johnson had done in uh, Last Jedi, you know, had set up some things that, that were sort of wonderful for this story. One of the things being that, that the cast was separated, the characters weren't together for the entire movie, essentially. So this was the first time that the group got to be together. We, Chris and I got together, we knew immediately we wanted to, you know, tell a story of a group adventure. There were some very specific things that we were both drawn to immediately. And we just started doing the thing that you do, which is you say, what do you desperately want to see? What feels right? But then, but then the first the first order just picked up where the empire left off, and he just let it happen. He's the strongest person in the universe, and he decided to I be don't like. Think he has enough power to take down. An no, he but never, he did it once. Why can't he do it again? We, he he would. But he, but he didn't do it on his own, like you said. No, but said, he, he but he wouldn't allow it. He, he would need, die trying. He needed Han and Leia. Yeah, but to... but he would he would not let it happen. He would die trying to stop it. That's what I'm saying. He would never just retire and let it. And happen. then he did. <laughs> He did, but no, but he retired and well, let later, it happen. Later. So no, this but, is the equal I'm saying. when he decided to cut himself, we don't know how long it was, but when he decided to cut himself off. I think they said it was the 30 years between six and seven. I think yeah, no, but I don't think he cut himself off right right that away. whole time. I think it happened yeah, more yeah, recently. Yeah, somewhere in between. Yeah, it was somewhere and in between. And he cut himself off thinking that that was the best thing. And because yeah. he's not dialed into it, he's not realizing but I don't, that he, he made the mistake. No, he was wrong. I don't yeah. get how you guys don't see that as lazy writing. Like J.J. Abrams being like, being like, oh man, what am I going to do? Okay. Okay, the empire was defeated. Okay, um, now the first order. What is that? Eh, it's just like the empire. Okay, what? And instead of Darth Vader, they have Kylo Ren. Like it's just like taking the script, like in Ghostbusters, and just being like, ah, eh, that worked. Do it again. That's all it is. There's there's aspects That's all of is. that, but I don't think it's. Exactly Imagine if you watched Lord of the Rings and someone's like, this made a lot of money. We need to be sequel Lord of the Rings. Okay, we're hiring you. Okay, thirty years after Lord of the Rings, um, another ring is a, another power ring is invented, but this one's more powerful than the other one. And and then there's another hobbit that it's has bigger. to take it to a bigger volcano. <laughs> it's like an NBA championship. That's ring. legitimately what <laughs> it's like what Force Awakens thing. is. <laughs> it's like redoing it, and it's like, but I watched a whole trilogy of how they defeated the ring and defeated Mordor and defeated Sauron. Like, but the argument what? also is that it's so the stupid. Lord of the Rings Here's aren't my aren't that great? It's so stupid. All of this. It's bad. He's really it's, a good guy all along. It's bad writing. <laughs> it's a cash in. It's bad. It's it's overall like bad. It's bad in my opinion. It's creatively I bankrupt. I won't ignore the fact that there is some money to be made here, and there's oh, of cash grabs all around. Of course, and nostalgia being. It's Disney bought exploited. Lucas. We need a story. JJ Abrams. Mean that we're doing the original if one you over were again. Do it. I think they they did it pretty well. No, I uh, I yeah. myself have better ideas for how it could be. But I think that's, <laughs> like, but that's, I have more creative that's ideas. What most of the fans don't take do hope and do it over again. But that's like okay, so like you're you're saying that, and like I believe you. I think that like you have ideas that it would be fun if they were explored. But then you have those that like take it to the grave. Like you know, what I mean, those that like take it like so toxic to the point where it's like, well, could you really do it better? Like, no, no. Like I'm not saying I could do it better. Like obviously I couldn't do it better. But like I wish. 
I wish that they, they didn't reboot Star Wars for a monetary reason, and I wish they redid it for an art, a creative reason, and I wish that it was something different to tell and not I'm retelling this old story to a new generation, which is what Force Awakens is. It's this old story worked well, and there's an old generation that loved it, and I'm going to retell it to a new generation. But the old generation is not dead yet, and we remember it. Well, the, the problem <laughs> okay with the that. problem with all of this is that we haven't seen the the story play out fully. And so if there's Part if there if if episode nine feels hollow, maybe five years from now, I'll look back and think the same way you do. But I still think that there's a way to tie it all together and make it mm-hmm. like cohesive. But you know how Frodo is the hero of Lord of the Rings. Imagine if you found out after Lord of the Rings that another ring was created. Yeah, but that's how I feel. That, like, when I read the books, I read The Hobbit, and so. Technically, the Lord of the Rings is like a rehash of the Hobbit, even though the Hobbit. But he doesn't prequel. destroy the rings in the Hobbit. No, but like, but like when I like the Hobbit, to me is a much more fun, like singular story of like him going on an adventure with these dwarves that Gandalf has put this search party together, and they've all gone. Like it, it's just it's a way more fun. Like it's more fun, but like and what? Then like, but the, Rey's... And then Lord of the Rings is the epic. But technically, if you ignore the fact that. Hobbit might have been written after or whatever. It's a rehash of like. Okay, but how is like Frodo's the new Bilbo? But Frodo's and, arc you know is I mean? different like, than Bilbo's arc. How is how is Ray's arc? How was what Ray does different than what Luke did? I don't um, understand how it's different. Oh. She's just Luke for a new generation. But like Luke had a no, family. No, I don't think so. How Luke, Luke explains had a family me how. and support desert planet. You get sucked into this battle between a rebellion and an empire who has a planet-destroying machine. Yeah, but there's a bigger story being told. What is it, though? With, with, with these three movies than there is than there was, right? I mean, they're not just talking about her. They're talking about the universe in these three movies a lot more. They're yeah. expanding it more. I mean, sure, yes, it's still what, the Skywalker not, saga, the and it's still Ben, it's still Kylo Ren, yeah. it's still Solo, Leia. All of them are there. Luke is still there until now. They're all involved. But they're not just talking about them anymore. They're talking about everything else. The reason why Rey is different is because she's not Luke and she's not Leia and she's not Han and she's not Ben. She's just someone. And this is a side note. I hope she's just nobody. And she just happens to be thrown into the mix. And in some ways they get lucky, but also in some ways the force has found its way to balance what Kylo has done. And she just happens to be that one. Maybe it's luck. Maybe it's the force. Maybe it's happenstance. Maybe it's but how is it different fate, than Luke whatever. being thrown into it? Because Luke is related to Anakin, and it, it, it's a bloodline thing, right? It's a family. So the only difference it's a is she's, <laughs> but the only difference is that she's not related to Kylo. But that also opens. But she up, might be. Well, she might be. I friggin' hope not. Yeah. But that opens up a whole other thing and stuff that has been happening in the universe that we didn't know about until now. No, right? I disagree. I disagree. In the prequels, there are tons of Jedi from all different alien races. Yes. yes. It's not a bloodline thing. But what, what happened was all the Jedi's got wiped out until Darth Vader. And that's what happened. And then his kids, and then he had the Metachlorians, which is dumb. Yes. Well, that whole, yeah. But but then his kids are for the only other two Force-sensitive people in the world. Right, which is not the case. Which <laughs> Eating and spitting food as, all over the as place. As dumb as the midichlorians is, it's really just a, an attempt at like a human level understanding of how to quantify yeah. your ability to use the force. It's really just like, oh, I'm using the force a lot, so I have a lot of midichlorians and yeah. like it's it's not the force is just a skill. A practice. Ruin, like it no. doesn't like ruin. No, it's not. No way. 
No, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think... But how, can all, how come in the prequels there's all these alien races that all use the Force? Like Mace Windu and the girl with the crazy hair and Yoda. Yeah, but how those do they all people are still first? hand-picked from uh, like a million other people. Yeah, Mace Windu's not just some guy. I mean, as far as we know, he's not just some guy. Right, like the whole reason why they say Luke is too old is because they they identify your um, force sensibilities at a young age, and they pick you out, and then they train you. But the and worst you're, thing you're about you're more likely to become a Jedi because you are force sensitive. Right, force sensitive. And the worst thing about Rey is that she goes, she does zero. Tr- so people say that Luke is a chosen one, whatever fallacy, but Rey is one hundred times worse, chosen one fallacy. Chosen one problem, yeah, but because she's cho- she's just discovered to be this yeah. uber force user and beats Kylo Ren in a one-on-one but, laser Luke battle. Is, Luke has so never Anakin. been, yeah, but place. Luke lost his first two battles, well, and, and Luke, had to train. But Luke has That's never fine. been revealed to be more powerful than Darth Vader or the yeah. Emperor. Yeah, and he never completed his training, so she, and Rey hasn't so either. She, and she is, probably won't. But so she is a she is the chosen one, as in she's their last. She's their last. Hope. She's, she's their last Jedi, right? Like, yeah. I mean, so and is so Luke, she's I guess, like this random chosen one. No, I think, one I think you're right. I think she's the last. I Jedi. think Ray is the last Jedi. Yeah. I think that's who it's referring to. I don't think it's referring to Luke There's, at all because technically, they call him a Jedi master, but he's not a Jedi master. He's not Yoda. He's not Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. He's not even Darth Vader because he doesn't complete his training. He knows how to use what he has, but he's not a Jedi master. He's just known as that because he's he helped one. defeat the Empire, right? They see him as the guy who defeated the Empire, but he actually isn't. He's just the guy who eventually tries to redeem his father and the whole yeah. other stuff that we've talked about and stuff too, right? So the last Jedi is Rey. Yeah, 100%. And maybe she's not and even a Jedi. And she was the chosen one. And she did zero training. She did very little training. And Kylo like Ren, Luke. who trained his but entire we, life but to be a Jedi. why are we saying that she's the chosen one? Well, because no, she I, oh, uses the Force track. and beats Kylo Ren in a battle. When with zero training, nah, I don't know that she, she does. does. She does, she does. No, I think just like she she wounds him and beats him in a battle. Yeah, they have like a similar thing going on. <laughs> I go back to Harry Potter and Voldemort when they they do that thing where they latch their wands yeah. on, and, then, and he's the chosen one. So if she's a if so well, if that's that's a whole yeah, yeah but that, that's a much yeah. more of a chosen one yeah. story. That's more of like a Matrix chosen one. No, type of she story. is way more of a chosen one than Luke ever was. Luke, Luke has to struggle. Way I don't think so. More. I think I think by chance almost is it by chance? I don't know if it's by chance, but I she's she's their most obvious hope in the moment for a bunch of really. I mean, lucky. Re- I mean, if Finn didn't crash on the planet, mm-hmm. she's not in this story, right? She's not. She's not thrown into this. There's no BB-8. There's no them finding the Falcon. There's no. Oh, let's jump on that hunk of junk. There's no stormtroopers where she is at the beginning of Episode Seven. Like I think, just like Anakin was a little bit of a chance when they sort of handpick him in in a way because he's an orphan and all this guy. I mean, obviously there's a little bit more. But the first time she touches a lightsaber is when she fights Kylo Ren and she beats him. But she does. But every time she beat when she fights him, I guess now it's twice basically mm. that she fights him. Just like. Luke fights no, Vader. Only once, I think. Only in the first one. GB fights him. Well, well they, no, they, they have the struggle in Last they Jedi. Sor- yeah, they sort of fight in Last uh, Jedi. I guess they don't really fight. They, they just team struggle. up and then they... Yeah, they, yeah, they, don't, they, but yeah. they don't have like a full battle like they, they do in They disagree over yeah. the... Yeah, exactly. The split. She doesn't beat him. She just happens to get a good shots in, a couple of good shots in on him. That's right. what she does. And the whole... The whole uh, everything starts breaking apart and that's how... It doesn't really end. And it saves him. Like, he, she would have beat him. She was winning. But, yeah, but... 
you could say that about a lot of battles that happen in movies. Like you could say that about a lot of yeah, stuff. but the you fact that they decide that, to show her winning. that Holdo maneuver is the whole reason why they're they weren't able to see that fight to the end. Yeah, in Last Jedi, it's oh, that. Last Jedi. And then in, in Force Awakens. I'm talking about Force Awakens. It's the, I'm talking about Force the Awakens. Earthquake or like, exactly. the fact it's that they blow up the Starkiller base. Starkiller, yeah. very similar. I'm just talking about Force Awakens because yeah. Last Jedi is a whole different story. But I'm talking about Force Awakens. They find her on some planet. She has no Jedi training. She, I don't even know if she knows what Jedi is. And no, then she somehow no, she does. She uses does, the but. Force and beats Kylo Ren in a battle. It's like, what? But I think I don't think she beats anybody. She I think she's just figuring it out. She beats him. I think there's a bigger argument to be made that Finn picks up a lightsaber and decides to use it. Yeah. And all of a sudden can kind of figure it out. The more... I think that's more... When I watched the original trilogy, I was just like... I used... Like, when I... Force Awakens, like... I kind of liked it. Then I watched the original trilogy and I was like, I fucking hate The Force Awakens. <laughs> no, I was like, fucking oh copy this so movie. Good. It's so much fun. <laughs> it creative, a of fun. Ba- it's a creatively bankrupt movie. No way. That copied the original trilogy because they thought that a new generation was writing everyone forgot about the original. That's, it's very, it's very obvious. It's very similarities. Obvious. It's, it's very obvious. Well, those, those echoes are glaring, but Take the you script look past, and just, you you look past no all of that, right? And you see there's what, so much what more going on. There's so much more happening. And yes, the characters come back and maybe yeah. they didn't have to do that. And you reverted all of their development that they had in the entire I don't think so. Back though. to where they were at the beginning. They didn't though. They How? Didn't. didn't they? No, I, I don't. How? Because there's just more going on in these movies. I mean, okay, I, but they, but they, Kylo Ren in himself. But at the start of there's more going at the on. start of Force Awakens. Yeah, Han and Leia are the, the exact same position they were at the start of A New Hope. Well, Leia's a general of the Rebellion, right? General of the Resistance. Yeah, Resistance. So yeah. she's leading the Resistance exactly like she is in A New Hope. He's a smuggler with Chewie exactly. She was they revert, really they leading. Undid. She was just a. Like a member of the okay, Ro- yeah, no, family. I hope she wasn't leading. She I, was at the, leading. At the end she of was it, the hope. She was the hope of the rebellion. No, she was that kind of uh, that key difference maker in the fact that they were able to survive the empire. Yeah, but she onslaught. had, but she had gone past. But she being wasn't like a huge rebellion. figure in the rebellion at that point. Well, no, well, she, she was. She was a princess. She was, no, she was yeah, still a princess, princess. But it was she Bail was. Organa and everyone else. She was yeah, no, the figurehead of the rebellion. She was without her. Not the head. No, no, no. They always made it in the first trilogy. Without her, the rebellion would not have been a thing. That's fine, but she wasn't the top top level like she is. Yeah, because of her actions, she chose to put the plans inside of R two. But that. That was just her trying to fight to survive. That yeah, wasn't sure. her. Yeah, but, not, but it's that like, wasn't like her birthright to, to do that. But it's whatever. like it's like in the first three, she's leading the rebellion for a reason to defeat the empire. And once that's over, the rebellion doesn't need to exist. And it's like to think that oh my god, her whole life she had to be part of the rebellion is just depressing. It's like she had moved on past that. Her character arc well, has gone past being like part of this rebellion. They defeated the empire. So my thing is, it's I, like don't, I don't I don't like back. looking to outside material to try and justify certain things because. It's not part of the movies, but and not everyone reads. They do or sees explore it. Yeah. in you the books, the like movies. in uh, Bloodline, I think it is, where they try and talk about how the Republic was not actually a good fit to rule the galaxy. They were just sort of a to defeat they, the empire. They defeat the yeah. empire, but then they like that doesn't mean that everything went like you know. Just because a Death Star blew up doesn't mean they're all gone. Well, no, it no. also doesn't. And that's for the first it one. also the doesn't mean one. that the problems thing, will cease to exist. Exactly. Like there's going to be exactly. problems in the outer rim. There's going to yeah. be problems all that's over. Star Wars and I'm finished. really hoping the Mandalorian explores some of these ideas. But where when you watch, you see what the Empire is doing after Return of the Jedi. But when you watched the end of Return of the Jedi, did you not think, 
oh, like finally, like the rebellion doesn't have to exist anymore. We kind of mentioned this with the New Hope, though. It's kind of the same deal. If you never saw Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, you're just going, "Hey, they won. They blew up the Death Star. It's over." Like they they beat the Empire. When we see an Empire Strikes Back, that's not the case, and that's just a continuation of it's. It's always echoes, right? And then then this new trilogy is no different. But I don't know. It, It it all boils down to whether or not you think it was executed well, and. I think obviously we think. Yeah, it was you guys done are well. like totally like yeah. I'm like totally like nah. I'm not on board. I'm just like move off of stop obsessing with the Skywalker trilogy. Move off. Like let it, let the let, let the past die. Yeah, yeah like let, let it go. Kill it if you have to. Kill it if you have yeah, to. Yeah, like kill it. Like like not, like I wish See, like Mike, deep down, deep down. Yeah, <laughs> deep I'm a Kylo Ren. Everything aside, what are your thoughts on just that throne room sequence, the fight, the fight scene? Oh, like I told Dave, it's like the it's the second best lightsaber battle in all of Star Wars. There you go. It is the best. And the best Star Wars, and, to me, it is and by the, far the And the, best. the Darth Maul Duel of the Fates is the best Star Wars. Well, and if we boil it down to just lightsaber battles, which obviously Star Wars is not just that, A New Hope would be close to the bottom of the pile. Bottom. Very bottom. Exactly. It was horrible. So, it was so horrible. that's kind yeah. of... It's it very, terrible. very basic. It's <laughs> yeah. not it's very like, fast-paced. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. kind of... Uh, Sorry, what do the lightsabers sound like? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what I was saying with it's the New guys. Hope. It's, it's like, there's terrible. clearly oh, more man. to be explored inside this universe. And yes, you'd like it to leave the Skywalkers behind, but I think in order to do that, we need to, we need to cap off those nine Skywalker saga episodes. I mean, I always hate getting this question, but I'm going to give it to you anyway, my friend. What does this mean, and what do you want to say with it? Uh, that's a terrific question. Um, I like to think that when you're working on something, especially something, and I say something like this as if these kind of things come along all the time, and they, they never do, um, and I'm, I'm still great, grateful to that call from Kathy. Uh, the, the truth is that there's the movie that you know you're presenting to the world. And then there's the thing that you're doing, not necessarily secretly, but, but meaningfully. We live in a crazy world. We live in a crazy time. And Star Wars for me was about hope. And it was about community. It was about the underdog. And it was about bringing people together and seeing all oddballs represented and the most unlikely friends and the most unlikely places and the family that you make is, is really your family, you know? And so to tell a story that is, of course, a giant spectacle and, and, and a sort of, you know, like you say, the blockbuster rapping. But the thing that mattered to me most, more than all the spectacular, unbelievable, I, I would argue, best work ILM has ever done, all the departments going beyond expectations, the, the thing that matters I would say most and only in the film is, is really the people who are sitting here, you know, and, and what you're watching and, and the eyes of the characters and the heart of the characters. So for me, rather than give away sort of themes that Chris and I talked about doing, you know, from the beginning and what, what our specifics are, I will say that it really is about hope and it's about coming back to a sense of possibility, about unity, and, and it's, if Star Wars can't do that for us, I don't know what can. If they were just if they weren't labeled as episode four, five, six, I feel like they would have less of a reason yeah, but to it's go like, back to them. Like I would right? just, so it would have been fine. So if true. I was fine. like leading like Disney, I would be like, in the first three movies, the rebellion defeated the Empire. 
Now write a movie of what the world is like without the Empire. What's that like? But it's not the totally Jedi done have yet, returned. But it's not done. The Empire is not just done just because the Death Star blew up. No, they destroyed the Emperor. So? Yeah, but it's like it's like killing Hitler. No, yeah, but you, so look through history. <laughs> when look that happened, we're with there were still Nazis fighting after that. Yeah, but they yeah. didn't take they didn't retake back the country. They were fringes. Yeah, but okay, yes, yes, but all they did Earth as an example, as a terrible example to a galaxy. Yeah. You could have remnants at planets and galaxies. No, no, no. Let me just let me fully off, explain you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, we've a, we've already seen a group of rebels destroy an evil empire. We've seen that in an entire yeah. trilogy. Okay, we've seen a young person that wasn't a Jedi become a Jedi and overthrow the evil Jedi with the red lightsaber and overthrow an empire and restore like a balance to the galaxy. And now let's write a movie of what happens after. That maybe that person has reinstated the Jedi's. He, there's now Jedi's defending the Empire. Maybe maybe there still is a fringe like Nazi group because but it's like but instead of doing that, it's like they just redid the first trilogy over again. Like oh, the new First Order has there's another Empire that's come back and you got and so it's like you could have done a lot more. You could have been like, what's the universe like after the Empire is defeated? And maybe there's still well some planets that have have alliance to the Empire, but like. The rebellion has won, and what does that look like? But they didn't do that. They just well, no, did. They, they, they just jumped redid ahead further. They jumped ahead. For, if they would have done five years, eight years, ten Which years, I ahead honestly of time. think we're going to see inside of the Mandalorian. Well, I, I think, think that's part of. But I think what's that's the part difference between is. the first order of the Empire? I can't explain. No, it. there's there's not a huge difference. The, well, the, the, I think there there is in terms of scale because the Empire was the authority in the yeah. galaxy, and the first order is just like a. Like literally, they're like a terrorist group. <laughs> like they're a very big. No, terrorist they, group. they didn't. Yeah. They made it seem like they're the same thing. No, they they with. I mean, the Starkiller base thing is a little I, too similar. It's way too, sure. It's if very, they made very the first similar. order like a te- like a like a terrorist group trying to take back the empire, I would have been like, yes, I'm so, for that. So that is instead of thirty years ahead of time, that is ten years ahead of time. Yeah, which but, is not what the movie did. Exactly. So they could have done that. They absolutely. Have. And that would have and been, Luke Skywalker would have well, been there they defending the do, Empire, not then, letting them But then your <laughs> argument is that you didn't want Luke and them to be back. So do you, like so there's both there's there's But a, I would have preferred Luke there, right? Luke come back in a heroic way than the way they depicted Luke, which I is like I retreated to heroic. A I think it's fine. Yeah. I, I'm totally fine with the way I'm fine with where his character went and why. Like I think it completely makes sense. There's mm-hmm. arguments to me, and I understand the other side of it, but... Yeah, I can't I, see your side. I can't see anyone see, agreeing. See, in my mind, like, it doesn't negate anything that happens after Return of the Jedi in the sense that he still could have tried to be the hero of the galaxy, rebuild the First Order, or sorry, the Jedi see, in, Council. He rebuilt, he tried to rebuild In my the mind, the new trilogy negates he everything saw the he He saw the fear inside of what building that Jedi Council could lead to down the road, and he decided against it. He walked See, away in my it. mind, the new trilogy negates everything that happened in the first three movies, and that's what I don't like about it. The first three movies is about a young Jedi, with a young person on a sand plant, being pulled into this war, discovering his Jedi, and defeating the Empire. And then you learn that as soon as he did that, a new Empire came, and he fucked off. And then another young Jedi had to come and defeat the new Empire. You'd argue there's a happy lifetime somewhere in there in between. Like, they had a period of, okay, everything's right in the galaxy. Or at least most things are right in the galaxy. Like, yeah, not everything. No. Yeah, not the, new, the First Order just just popped up right after. It's 30 years. 
30 years it's is literally nothing. Our entire life. It's slowly built he up. He was supposed to reinstate the entire Jedi. <laughs> Like, That's what yeah, he but he screwed to it to the universe. But the whole screwed, point behind up. Last Jedi yeah, was the yeah. fact that they yeah. so he's fail. he's a mess up. Yeah, that's exactly. fine. I'm yeah. okay with that. That's that's a that's a that's a longer character arc. Okay, let me it ask you this. Longer than three let me movies ask you this. So this movie ends. Okay, Ray defeats the First Order. Like this, episode nine. You mean. Episode nine. Yeah, Ray defeats the First Order. The rebellion wins. Yeah. Okay. Twenty years from now, Star Wars Ten comes out. The second order has come. <laughs> Dave take over the Empire. Ray has decided, fuck it, I'm out. She's would you be happy with that? Would people I'm it, it only part of the on camp that it. I kinda hope that they don't do an episode ten. Just because no, I don't no, think no, it's exactly, exactly. But like you don't want the yeah, difference. Is, I didn't want But, that's but the difference is overkill. I always knew that Lucas had this kind of idea of nine story. But it's not his story. But it's just story. he decided to sell it. I mean yeah. it's like Man, like, I'm forever grateful that he didn't direct The Empire Strikes Back and that Irvin Kirshner did. Like, there's, there's things but that... But you're saying you wouldn't be happy if Ray, if Ray defeated the First Order. You wouldn't be happy if 20 years later the Second Order came and Ray retired. But that's what, that's what they did with the first trilogy. Right, but the, the, I, I know what... I under, you know what I, I'm saying, right? I totally right? understand what you're saying. Yeah. The, di- the difference... There's no which, difference. Which is hard to... No, no, the difference is that now... You're really going overkill. Like I understand your argument of it being like just leave it alone, and so yeah. I totally get that. I do. I, and you know what? If these movies weren't good, I would be a hundred percent. To me, if they're I visually good, but their storytelling is not good because they just redid. That's fine. It's fine. That's that's how you see them. That's yeah. totally fine, right? The thing is, jumping to another trilogy or another two movies or one movie even, it's re- it's stretching it even more. Yeah, thin, they could do even. Second order with with not they Ray. They could do nineteen but, orders but and just Zay, continue the same and then, shit oh, the over and over. The third order yeah. with Craig, and then the fourth order, and they could do <laughs> <Gray>. it infinitely. <laughs> Say Craig, yeah, <laughs> Craig and Leg and what, Leg. So so Ray defeats Classic the first leg. order. Craig, Twenty years later, Craig defeats the second order. Thirty years later, Leg defeats the third order. Like it's 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 unending. Like leave it. But one thing leave we it. do know is that history repeats itself. So I'm okay with certain echoes reverberating throughout Star Wars history, especially inside of a contained saga. But you but, would be happy with that. You would be happy with Ray defeats the first order, I, but then I the second order. I just told you that. I kind of hope that they stop with the episodic saga of the Skywalkers after an episode nine. So I want like hundred percent. Yeah, like, I want them to do other storylines. But the fact that we're still in this one, I want to see what they can do. And it's already a done deal. But I'm just saying, episode nine has the potential to rise above Rise okay, of Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand above. why you guys are like, why you would. Okay, because here's, here's okay for the first order, but not the second. Let me second try and break order. it down for you. So when Force Awakens came out, it was Episode Seven. We knew that Star Wars was coming back. We never thought it would happen. Then we saw it, and it was very well done. At least in my eyes, it was, it was well very done. well done. It was well done, technically. And like you said, you kind of go back and you're like, "Well, so many things are echoes." It echoes a New Hope, but I think that in a positive way. Whereas. Last Jedi kind of echoes Empire Strikes Back and even elements of Return of the Jedi where I did, I admit, I wanted them to move on with Episode 8 and sort of leave the tributes and the homages behind and just do something totally different. But the things that they did do inside of Last Jedi, it did have a lasting effect with me. And that's why I'm hoping Episode 9... We're done, hopefully, with the retreads and the rehashes. Even though you know we got the reference to Palpatine coming and whatnot, I want them to kind of explore new territory 
and kind of leave it sort of so, like, leave it open for new stories to spin off out of that. So you're okay that they did rehashes for two movies but not a third. Where I'm like, I didn't want to rehash at all. Like I'm not even okay with the two rehashes. Well, okay. So Force Awakens is much more of a rehash yes. than Last Jedi is. It is just a rehash. It's it's very much that, and I totally get that argument. Yeah. But Last Jedi is its own movie, mm-hmm. and there is nothing to me. There is there's some stuff, but there is very little about that movie that you could say is oh, it's just Empire. I mean, there are aspects of that with her training and stuff. I totally get going to the dark yeah, side and you know, going down. Yeah, I think and, they explore the themes, but I think that the that's themes and what stuff. they I mean, intended to. It's done in a, in, a, in a more unique way than than Force Awakens is for sure. I, I just, I, to me, it's just the storytelling and where the characters go, why they go there. There's arguments to be made that, you know, with, with Luke and stuff, like you said, I totally, I can see that aspect of it. I can see that argument. But I think the way that they did it is actually good. And I actually think that it makes it worthwhile to go to the movies for those four hours and now six to see where this all goes. After that, as long as this thing wraps up, quote unquote, properly, they, they don't, there's no reason to. Like there is still room because one, because of their age and two, because of just, it's like there's nothing, you never saw anything else in the universe yet. I didn't find it unnecessary to go seven, eight, nine. Like if, if they just stopped it there, never did a prequel, they weren't numbered four, five, six, and they went off to a different part of the galaxy that had nothing related. Would have been, would have been great. Yeah. I think that would have been awesome. Right. But maybe those would have ended up the same way that one, two, three does where let's say 50, 50 people like them. They don't like them. Right. So then would you still want them to go back to seven, eight, nine, or would you want them to jump to another? Like there's, there's so much other stuff that comes into play, whether it's like, the way the prequels turned out, whether you like them or not, whether you like four, five, six, whether you like seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, it's just like there's so much more happening in the new ones, I think. And because they're technically well done, obviously, there's no argument. I don't think anyone's going to no. argue with that part. No, but argument. yeah, but it, it's just that if I think, are we recording? Yeah, oh. I've been recording for a long time. <laughs> Interesting. I, I just it did it much. just because. <laughs> um, I, there's so much more going on. I think they've rehashed a couple points and and like you said the themes are similar but there's just they're they're find they're finding small ways to expand the universe and i think that that's good and they can end it and just end it i think i'll wrap it up by it. saying you guys hope that it, after this time with it ends whereas i hoped after the original trilogy it's like the way you feel like the way you feel about yeah. like when nine comes out, they better cut it off and leave it alone, or sure. else I'm gonna be mad and I'm not gonna like it if they continue on. Unless it's a good movie, and I like that's it. the <laughs> way I feel. That's the way I feel about the first three. Like, cut it, let it die. Yeah. Do not like. Yeah. Don't touch it. For me, I have enough goodwill with Star Wars as a franchise that I will watch anything you put out until I decide. Okay, you've you've crossed the line. Like, for me, not even Solo crossed the line to the point where I was like, I wish they had never made it. I just see flaws inside of it that I would have maybe not have gone certain places but at the same time I still enjoyed my experience with it it still felt like Star Wars to me and that's kind of where I sit with it it's like if you do episode 10 I'm not going to be happy because I think that you know nine stories of the Skywalker saga was what it was intended to be and maybe where it should should stop at least for Luke Skywalker and Anakin's storylines and then to some extent Kylo Ren 
But you'll do spinoffs. You're going to see these characters pop up in other properties and other storylines. They're just going to go on forever, aren't they? They're just going to go on and on. Star Wars That's in general what can it is. go on and, and on, though. You know, yeah. it, I'm excited for things like The Mandalorian, the Obi-Wan limited series. I think these things have potential. And until you fail me to the point where I'm like, you've really lost your way. I don't think that that's happened yet for me. For I know it's happened. It's happened for me for others, sure. and that's fair. But to me, I'm I'm still excited for what's next. Yeah. Like I have, like I'm like, I'm so. It's like you know, people say cautiously optimistic. I'm not even cautious. I'm just cautious of like, we're like worried of like each each new movie tainting and ruining the original three. That's what I, that's constantly the fear I have with every new Star Wars movie. I think, I think maybe, I don't know, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, but I think part of that is because more than seven and eight, and maybe nine, we'll mm-hmm. see, uh, the prequels did that. The to prequels you. start, yes. So yeah. I think you're, I mm-hmm. think seven and eight is more tainted than it would have been otherwise. Yeah, 100%. So you, like, it, yeah. you know, yes, they're better. I don't, I don't care. It's if like you I've love already been like hurt by the, you know, yeah. I mean? Like, I don't care yeah. if you're someone who loves the prequels. That's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If you do, then you're probably even going to enjoy seven, eight more than if you were in our shoes or in your shoes, especially, Mike, where the prequels are much lesser. Than the original three, like th- there's something about the sort of like you said the the bad will, if that doesn't throw you off, like the prequels threw you enough off that you're done, yeah, right. And for me, they're good, but I can just accept the fact that they can improve. And to me, they did. And they and to me, seven and eight are almost almost seen dep- depending on how they end it. Seven, eight, and nine, I may enjoy more than the originals when it comes down to it. I may enjoy them more overall, depending on how they wrap it up. This is why I love Star Wars, people. Yeah, I am very, very cautious about that. I'm not going to say that that's going to be the case, and I actually think it's less likely. But it's just so hard. It's it like could happen taking this trilogy you liked and then like destroying it for a better trilogy. You know what I mean? It's like, but I don't. But it's the, like, our oh argument, my god, my argument. When I grew up, Luke's story was so amazing. That. He defeated the Empire, and it's like. No, no, no! That wasn't the story all See, along. But in a way, yeah, it was this other way, story. It's like, oh, I gotta like, I gotta now like tear down those original three, which were my childhood. But and in a way, I'm grateful that they gave you that buffer. They didn't set Episode Seven minutes after Return of the Jedi. They gave you a bit of a generational gap, and that's great because you still have room for creative creativity, and you can play storylines out in your head. Where Luke did exactly what you said he went on to do, and then closer to that 30 year timeline and they'll fill the gaps here and there as the you know it's all connected and and whatnot but you're still able to creatively populate sort of a storyline of what happened between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens and you can you except can, it's not the storyline that you yeah, probably but I mean, unfortunately that's just yeah like I, to me it it may be ruining what you thought happened after Return of the Jedi but mm-hmm. to me nothing touches the original trilogy it's, it's not just ruining what I thought happened a standalone trilogy of like a magnificent proportion it's not just ruining like what I thought happened it's not like something that I just like made up it's like what they were leaning into it's like what they were like telling you on the screen of like of like the Empire is dead and and Luke is the savior you know what I mean it's like overtly it's not, I didn't just like come up with it. It was like overtly like shown in the movies that this was what was happening. And that was 
Luke was going to restore the order and stuff like that, right? Like, right. And, and, and Ian, you touched on it before too, where it's like, you know, pulling in the books and the comics and the TV shows and stuff to sort of um, explain or back up your point of why mm-hmm. this happened or that happened or why it's mm-hmm. important that, you know, all of that. You know, it's hard to make that argument because I would say the vast majority of people don't just watch oh, yeah, you just, that. Yeah, they just movies, watch the movies. You don't know right? what goes on outside the movies. Yeah. So, I, I again, I, I mean, I mentioned a little bit of this before, but if, if the movie was five to ten years after Return of the Jedi, and that that's when the next sequel trilogy came up, then you're going to have different movies. You're going to ha- it's going to feel different, and those might explore why Luke, what happened mm-hmm. to Luke, or maybe that's not what they would have done with it. I don't know, right? We don't know. But again, then what you said, Ian, is that that thirty year gap or thirty five year gap that it is gives you room to do that and maybe they did it on purpose because they knew they were going to fill the gaps with books, shows, other movies, whatever it might be. I think it just be, happened but... to be the time that it wasn't on purpose. It just happened to be the time Disney bought Luke. Well, <laughs> it, it just happened to be the time Disney bought Luke. It's also like you can't yeah. make Luke 45 years old when he's really 65. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe I'm the eternal optimist but a movie like Attack of the Clones which would be near the bottom of my personal list it's still responsible for you know birth of the Clone Wars in general and all the you know, the animated series, all the mythology and the lore that comes outside of the, the Clone Wars, which was basically a throwaway line from Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope where he was talking about, you know, I haven't, you know, back in the Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, but, like, that. they actually gave you something to think about and, like, oh, this is actually how it went down. And so even though it might not be well, that's everyone's what I'm saying. favorite, Everything it that... still gives you an idea of what, like, but how... But it was so it... underwhelming. Like, the, like... You know, it's like it's like um, tell and don't show or whatever. Like when he mm-hmm. says the Clone Wars, you're like, oh, that's so fascinating. Then when you see it on the screen, you're like, wow, that's terribly boring. Well, yeah, no, I, I think <laughs> I, I actually all have always found, regardless of the quality of the movies, that the whole cl- idea that the stormtroopers are a bunch of clones was a super, I like it's a, just an idea that I never would have thought of, and yeah. it's a really cool idea. They explored a little bit more in Episode 7 where they're not necessarily clones, but they could be, and you know, with Finn and yeah, all that. It, you know, there's a whole other It started thing, out that right? way, so and then they recruited on top of it. Started recruiting and yeah. pulling kids and stuff, and like that's a whole other dark, deep way to make your empire, so to speak, right? So like there's a whole... They did that in a completely different way, but you're right. I, it, there's something about that, too. I, I agree, yeah. Mike. It's just like it's such a cool thing, and then it goes, oh, yeah, but... Yeah. Sometimes it's better to tell and not movie. show, right? You can. And you let your can. imagination. It's, just, it's the same thing with the Kessel Run. But yeah, well, like that's it's like yeah. the Kessel was like, or did the Kessel Run in so many parsecs yeah. or whatever? And it, it's infinitely well, cooler, like uh, imagining it in your mind than the way it, it like it the way that they showed it, it on the screen. It, it was horrible. It wasn't great. Now the other thing is, I mean, we don't have to keep going on and on and on and circling around the. the, the these movies necessarily, but maybe they don't do seven, eight, nine, and instead now is when they did one, two, three. Mm. Maybe that would have changed everyone's mind about coming back to these movies, right? Because I think that what Lucas wanted to do with the prequels, whether it's the writing or whether it's the capability of the technology or the directing, whatever it might have been, even if he didn't do them, if it was the same three or same two directors, really, that did one, two, three within the last few years instead of Lucas going and doing it at the time that he did about, you know, 20 years ago or so. Um, I think that, I think we would have had different movies. We would have different perspectives. And even if we just ended it at one to, 
one to six, and that's it, then I think things would be different. And I don't think that we would have had Ray and Finn and all that. And I think it's probably would have been a better setup, a better story, a better technology, better everything. And we would have been sitting here going, sure, great, one, two, three, sounds good. I, I think anyway. I, th- I think that when it was made and really who made it and how it was made is part of the problem. Mm. It's part of the issue, right? And that's why, one of the reasons why I think they took Lucas away from 7, 8, and 9. Mm-hmm. He was in as an advisor every once in yeah. a while, I think, for 7. Yeah, there is, is a reason said, why so. he didn't make 7, 8, and 9. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, he was completely removed from the series already before that, like once Disney you, took over and so stuff. But. The, the question to you is... Ooh. Lucas definitely had a vision for 789. It's definitely yeah. not what, what, they're, doing? what no. they're doing. No, I don't think so. Would you prefer to see Lucas' visions or would you prefer to see, or would you prefer what we had? With the, uh, with I mean, J. J. I, li- I, li- I like what we have, um, but. I would have loved to see what Lucas had. I, in it mind. would be interesting. I, I think it would loved. be, I think it would be I think it would have been be totally different. I don't, because like, as much as you can say the prequels are not good, which I think it's generally agree they're not good they're very unique and they're very different than the original trilogy totally and so he would have maybe taken the second trilogy in a totally wacky different direction instead of the direction we got which is just in my opinion a rehash of the first three Mm -hmm. and it's almost like a soft reboot of the first three for a new for a new younger generation is all it is basically and it is very each trilogy is very generational and you have those who love the prequels probably grew up watching them, right? So, or but the, you know, but the prequels are the sequel trilogy majority probably just found Star Wars recently. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, but the prequels them. aren't they aren't the original trilogy like rebooted like the same arc and script. No, they're they're very different. They're very right. different. They're very Whereas different. the new trilogy yeah. does follow the original trilogy's well. Archetype or seven. Whatever. Seven does. We'll seven see especially ends. does. Yeah, seven hundred percent is much. Just much is closer. the first movie over. Yeah, and, it's closer. And apparently, he was going to get really into like the metachlorians. Yeah, and stuff. that was his plan. Ger- which, journals which of like, the wills. Yeah, which is like as much as like it probably would have been bad. <laughs> I think I would have preferred it. I don't like. I didn't oh, need to see no. the New Hope done again. <laughs> I've seen it before. Maybe a new generation hasn't, but. So, you know, it, I mean, yeah. it did very well, so, like, I well, can't yeah. argue. <laughs> Wait, Star Wars is back? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Well. It's not going to do well? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Could you imagine? It, it's like it was made to be commercially successful, whereas George Lucas would have made it for an artistic vision, not yeah, for a commercial but vision. but he kind of had an artistic vision with one, two, three, and, and I respect and him for Phantom, it. Phantom yeah. Menace and the, still made a poop ton of money. Yeah. Whether it was good, bad, whether it was to make money or not, mm-hmm. it was going to make money, no matter what, just like Seven is still the highest grossing the problem with domestic them, movie. The problem it's with still them going to be is that he's not a great director, right? So that's part of the and issue. So they is don't like look if he did it. I mean, that's why I'm he hesitant. Did like, do I want that? I don't know. <laughs> he did direct a new hope. Yes. Yeah. I'm is, just saying that, but that uh, that movie specifically, I would say, was more his vision through and through than anything than above anything else his writing and his sort of overall vision was like yeah. much more contained in that movie i mean sure 5 and 6 were obviously as well but like something about the first one makes it seem like that that was his that was that was almost strictly just his the other yeah. ones have hints of other and, dra- obviously and there's something other to be said for but. he had these storylines loosely plotted out 
and he focused on four, five, and six when he started thinking about like making a movie. But so he goes to make a movie, you know, A New Hope. It's called Star Wars. He's focusing on specifically one storyline inside of all these stories that he's kind of got oh, floating around his head. When he made that one, did he did he have one to six plotted out, then made four first? So what he had did that was he had these stories that he had, and they were very different. Uh-huh. So when you look at what he had written down versus what he had made on the screen, like episode four in and of itself was way different written on paper than it was on the big screen. So already it's evolving from some sort of John Carter-esque story that he's written on paper into something that's now a movie. Like they've, they're making a movie. It's not just him involved. It's mm-hmm. a production company. It's a whole team of people. They're all working together. And now that he has the finished product, he starts to go back to what he's written and go, okay, well, how can we you know, push forward into the next story? So he wrote the original trilogy, but you know, a new director comes in for The Empire Strikes Back. They start making changes. He's already changed up from what he originally had set out to do. Yeah. So it's always been evolving. Well, was it always on episode four when it first filmed, or was it going to be one? That's the well, weird it question. was going to be one because that was the first one he made. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily the first story that yeah. I think he had an idea where he was going to have these nine. It's such stories. an interesting idea to be and like, he I have these picked. nine stories. I'm going to pick four because to do first. Oh, at, totally. It's so weird. It's so crazy. <laughs> so if you if you look at all of the stories, I mean. New Hope is that classic hero's journey. Uh-huh. So he he made the right choice yeah. of I'm going to focus on this as like the bread and butter of of Star Wars, and if it takes off, it takes off. We're going to go in different directions. Mm. But he did have a framework, and maybe it was loosely kind of floating around in his head, both on in his head and on paper. But he had an idea, and that idea did evolve over time and did change as he went from movie to movie. I think that there's no way the prequels would have been the same had he started. With episode with one, one versus episode four, I don't, I don't think it would have been the same at all. Or episode four could have just been labeled episode one. Yes, that's I mean, what like I was the, so that's why you're right. It's totally yeah, it's weird, so strange. And it was always cool. called episode four, even in the seventies or whatever. I, but I, no, the way the first one written, came out, it was just think, Star Wars. Uh, and when yeah, did they were, call it episode four? I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Like, well, year? I think the the thing that's so cool about watching a New Hope, you go back and you're watching. It does feel like you're kind of just thrust in the middle of a yes. of a huge yes. universe. I think we talked about that. And yeah. exactly, we already covered that. And you're thrown in the pivotal moment of, the, of it, like right. the pivotal so, moment. So there's you you get a sense that there's all this stuff that came before, mm-hmm. and I think that's by design. I think that he did kind of choose a story that was already half cooked. So a- according to what I quickly, fairly quickly looked up, is that um, when it was released in '77. Like we mentioned, it was simply just Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until they re-released it in 81 mm-hmm. and Empire was re-released just after that, leading up to Jedi, that they labeled it as 456. Wow. But that's so still was, a weird still, thing to do. It's only a few years yeah. later, right? It's only four years later yeah. that they're like, you know what? Let's this call it is, number four. <laughs> yeah, this is turning out. Maybe I could do nine. <laughs> you know? Probably will be a good conversation because it's going to be really natural. Man, I didn't even record the whole thing. It was forty minutes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> At one point where you're like, "Shit, I need to record." I don't know. Probably after ten minutes or something, like 10, 15 minutes. I don't know. I, I wasn't looking at the time because it doesn't keep I was track like, once you hear recording. I was like, well, "How long are we talking?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like um, challenging you guys on your like love of the movies. Fine, man. I'm like, why do you like them? They suck. 
I feel like a negative Nancy. But. No, whatever. It's all good stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's our very long, somewhat heated. I don't know. That's fine. It's good. It's good <laughs> to have. Ian, you know, we don't have to just gush the entire time. I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's good. It's it's actually very good to have uh, more of a lively discussion about things because it's it's healthy that way. It's good to have the other perspective and everything. And we'll see when nine comes out. And it's authentic. I really don't it's, it's like the movies. It's one hundred percent authentic. <laughs> and as you can probably tell from the recording that you just heard. I literally hit record after we were talking about all this about 10 minutes in, and I go, wait a second, I'm going to sneakily hit the record button. And then we just didn't stop for about 45 minutes. So (laughs) that's how that works. As organic as it possibly could be, Mike, exactly. Social media and uh, Back in My Day podcast on iTunes and your favorite podcast, Catcher. Exactly. Catch our podcast. Catch it. Catch it everywhere. Give us some ratings. uh, Tell your friends, all that fun stuff. Um, We will be back hopefully as soon as possible to the galaxy far, far away for episode nine, and we're going to do another long spiel about Star Wars. Uh, Mandalorian comes out. We're just going to... We're, we're going to get all, all in it. Yeah, we can't wait. We're all going to watch it. We're all going to hopefully enjoy it and stuff. If not, hey, that's why we hit record anyway to talk about it. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next time. on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. Ha, ha, ha.